0: When people are sad, unhappy, and unfulfilled, it is because they seem unable to draw satisfaction from their lives. So many of us succumb to the temptation of wishing that we were something or someone that we are not. We hear melodious sounds of a well-known singer, and we envy him for his voice. We think that if we could only produce sounds such as these, then we would gain great happiness and deep satisfaction. Then, we hear a great public speaker, we dream and fantasize about how fulfilled we would be if only we had the ability to communicate our ideas the way he does. We meet a learned man and think that if only we had the vast store of knowledge that is in his head, we would indeed gain great happiness. And if only we could shoot baskets like Bobby Jaworski, we would gain acceptance and popularity, which would surely afford us more joy in life. People who have unrealistic expectations about themselves can never be happy. They can never be happy because they adhere to the illogical idea that one should be thoroughly competent, adequate, intelligent, and achieving in all possible aspects. Thinking in this manner is unreal. It will inevitably lead to failure and frustration. You cannot be a star in everything you do. It is impossible to be number one all the time. Even the greatest basketball team has points scored against it. Muhammad Ali gets hit on the nose many times during his fights. And even victorious armies lose battles. Why is it that people want to be tops in everything they do? Is it an inner drive for excellence? I'm not sure. Perhaps it is envy and excessive pride. A young man once told me he would never rest until he was first in all his undertakings. I replied that he would remain restless, unsatisfied, and unfulfilled all his life. Now, don't get me wrong, I am not saying that one should be satisfied with mediocrity. Surely, the striving for excellence should always be foremost in a man's mind. But that is not my point. Of course, a man should always do his very best in everything that he attempts in life. However, he cannot possibly expect to be a winner all the time. His realistic outlook on life has taught him that even those who give their best come out second, fifth, and perhaps even last. He sees life a little bit like the Olympic Games. The glory lies not so much in winning but in participating and giving the best that one has to offer. That is the heart of the matter. This, however, presupposes that one sees himself as an imperfect creature who is limited by a number of specific weaknesses. In order to do this, one must possess a healthy amount of humility as well as insight. It is not easy to admit that one cannot draw a straight line or sing two consecutive notes or speak very well in public. We all know how difficult it is to admit that one is not always a winner. We realize how hard it is to acknowledge the superiority of one's peers. It is easy for a winner to congratulate a loser. It is more difficult for the loser to sincerely recognize the fact that he is second best. Yet, unless we learn to do this graciously and sincerely, we will never gain peace of mind. We will forever be indulging in useless fantasy and destructive daydreams. If, on the other hand, somehow, someday, we learn to see ourselves as we are, then we will recognize our rightful place among our peers. This will go a long way in helping us to appreciate ourselves the way God meant it to be.